guys. Thanks for joining us for Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And this is our revolving journey through the eras of Common Rider. Today, on episode seven of our podcast, we'll be watching episode two of Common Rider Double called The W Search, Those Who Make the City Cry. And it debuted September 13th, 2009. It's written by Riku Sanjo. And directed by Ryuta Tasaki, which is the same people as last time, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind of a two-parter. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So we've been... Uh, obviously, this isn't my favorite. I've said it. Yeah. But hopefully the end of this one is uh, going to at least put it up there, you know? Yeah. There. This is... Uh, it's it, This... Coming Rider Double was one of the ones that uh, brought a lot of people to the show. It's one of the ones that, like... People showed other people and kind of brought into it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Did I? No, I started. When I started, it was Kiva. And when I started one of my roommates, it was on Kiva also. Because that's, that's just where I started. Right. So it's like, you got to start here because this is how I know it. Yeah. And then we skipped Decade rather than have him watch all of Decade. Right. So this is we're, this is Heisei Phase 2 for us. Yes, this is Heisei Phase 2. Uh and so this is the second episode of Heisei Phase Two, where they start doing this. Uh, it doesn't. It lasts for several years, but this two episode, um, like structure. Brother, yeah, like brother sister episodes, kind of. Yeah. Together. Two, uh, d- instead of having um, fifty single episodes, it's it's twenty five double pairs. Yeah, double. Which is about the, a normal season long. Right. But yeah, they started with double. And then, uh, so yeah, what do you think? What's going to happen? Okay, so where were we last time? He was uh, using Lunaform, which is his elongated arm thing, and he was slapping around this uh, magma Mm -hmm. thing. And so they're fighting, and then all of a sudden, this guy... Well, he beats magma. Right, right, right. So this one that's... He's basically the kid's version of a dope fiend Uh gets just swallowed whole by something large yep and just starts running off and he, they jump in the i don't know what mobile yeah <laughs> and start uh i guess chasing after it right it is i believe it is called the hard tumbler the hard tumbler so now there's one thing that concerned me when i was watching this but i don't want spoilers so don't don't spoil yeah, it. yeah. don't confirm or deny it but i'm kind of worried there's not going to be a bike. Oh, no, no, no. He starts off with a bike. Yeah, he That's starts right. off with a bike. He starts off with a bike. It's, okay. it's obviously a common Rider bike because it's, it's green and black on right, right, right. two parts. Yeah, I don't know how I forgot about that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's got to be a bike, right? There's got to be. Yeah, sometimes it's funny because they're always like, uh, uh, Decade is known for barely using his bike. <laughs> okay, as long as he has one, I guess. And then Kamen Rider Drive has a car. So, so it's actually kind of cool. The, uh, yeah, the motorcycle is known as the hard boiler. Okay. And the hard tumbler is another another thing. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's called the hard boiler, mm. which is in English a hard boiler. <laughs> um, so, because um, he's all about the hard boiled. Right, I remember him saying that. Yeah, he's all about the hard boiled detective. He, yeah, he's he's all about noir detective style things, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he, but he doesn't have the actual personality to carry it off. 
Right. <laughs> he's a wannabe, which is part of his character. Yeah, he's struggling. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> any ideas what might happen? Well, let's see. They're going to have to finish off this thing, of course. I mean, otherwise, well, not necessarily. I guess it could get away. We've seen that. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's too early to make predictions about where it's going with backstory. I have some ideas, nothing that I want to say just yet because they're kind of, I mean, but yeah, obviously we're going to have to go over what is Philip. Yes. If not human. Right. Obviously Mm -hmm. I'm, so I'm thinking alien or robot. That's my first guess. Maybe alien robot. (laughs) There's always, there's always a chance. And then we also need to resolve what happened to the chief or Osan. What do we call him? Uh, yeah, chief, chief, right. um, and uh, when about like when is his daughter gonna find out he's dead? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when is he gonna when you know was he gonna open that can of beans? You know, yeah. And uh, and we also have the evil evil organization clearly evil, right? Yeah, because obviously, and then they're you don't use you don't also? use a, you don't use a power called taboo. Yeah, taboo. <laughs> and the, I'm assuming all three of them are dopants, right? That's the word, Dopons? Yeah, Dopons are the people yeah, who use the the, uh, the Gaia memories. Right, so th- it's the not, it's calling them Dopers, but different. Yeah. Dopant. Dopant. Dopanto. And then, uh, but you can obviously tell there's a difference between the Gaia memories that Double uses versus the ones that the other people are using. Oh, yes, for sure. Definitely. And so it's uh, it's very interesting because it's like, the the toys actually said the the word stuff when you press the button. Right, you press it like and it would it would repeat. It was actually kind of fun because uh, my roommate had one. He had like the uh, he had cyclone, I think. So it'd be like cyclone, cyclone, Joker, 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 Joker is the one everybody wants. Joker, Joker, because it's the melee one, right? Yes, the black, it's the black part. Um, it's the uh, Shotaro part. Because Shotaro is um, the the attack side, and Philip is the the element side. Okay, yes, yes. So when they talk to each other, that's that's what it is. So the Shotaro side is uh, Joker is his main one, and right. Philip's main one is Cyclone. Okay, yeah, this one that you're used to, or the the most common. Yeah, like it's the, the default. The default, yeah, and it's also that's the that's the form that the bike has. It's blue, it's green and black and stuff like that. Right, so. probably referencing back to Cyclone being the name of the bike for. Yeah. Very first rider, maybe. Yeah, cyclone being the, the um, something to do with it. Yeah, so they they are trying to do some some callbacks, but what's cool about it versus Kuga is they're not trying to ape it. Yeah, it's its own show. It's its own show. It just right. happens to be common rider. Right, of course. I mean, yeah, little Easter eggs in there. Oh yeah, and so uh, we are going to go watch that. Anything else you want to say? I don't know. This one's got to win me over. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's got some work. Because, I mean, if, if everyone likes it, I just got to ask myself why I don't. <laughs> if I don't and, you like know, it. And also, like, you've only seen one episode yep. and with weeks in between. And most people who watch these shows binge them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody always talks about how good The Office is. And I've only seen The Office in parts. And maybe it's better when you watch it and binge. But right. I, do still it all hate this, I still hate the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go check it out. All right. Be right back. Cyclone Joker. And we're back. We are back. So, first thoughts before we go on? Uh, it wasn't bad. I, I had actually a few things, like a few things pop up through my head that I can't really bring up chronologically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the first thing is, 
I noticed that uh, you probably would have to make a whole bunch of suits. Like I imagine that the uh, the suit actor for this had, well, there's combinations, right? So there's at least six that I know of. So three halves. So that means there's at least what nine nine suits. There's uh, there's yeah, there's three halves for each. Right, and then they could be combined. Yeah. So there's, there's yeah, at least at least uh, at least nines because there needs to be, no, there needs to be more. Than, yeah. So there's three. There'd be like there's three copies that go with heat. Right. Yeah. So I it just something that occurred to me. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. And this then there's three copies that go with metal, and there's three copies. So yeah, it's like nine different suits. Do you think that guy gets to keep some suits, or do you think they sell them? Well, I know like. I've seen where they've used. I'm sure they probably sell parts of them and stuff like that, stuff like that. But I know for like a monster suits, I have seen reused parts in different things. Okay, yeah. So they just deconstruct them. Yeah, I mean, probably. But I mean, because otherwise that guy would have like a a huge storage. Yeah, because it's fitted for him, obviously. Right. I mean, who else is going to get in that? Um. So we want to just get into it. Well, um, okay. So I will say that it was. I liked it better than the first episode, mm-hmm. so now it got me some conclusion, tied up some stuff, think through a through a couple loopholes, which we'll get to when the time comes. I wasn't expecting some twists. That is yeah. not loopholes, twists. Uh, so yeah, overall it was it was a pretty good episode. I don't know. So yeah, I guess let's get started. Okay, so it starts out with the recap, which is done differently than you've probably seen before because it starts off the recap as if it's a, a plot board, right? And it shows all the characters that appeared and the relationships. And yeah, stuff like that. So I mean, it's written all in Japanese it, and stuff like that. It, but it looks like, like if a detective were trying to find suspects or yeah, you it, know, it, it would be like uh, you're tying a crime the red string yeah, to yeah. figure out a mystery. And so um, it does that for the for the second part always, so you can like get a quick look at all the people and stuff like that. Right, right, okay. And it shows the relationships and stuff like that. And so for, for this one, it talks about uh, the relationship between Philip and Shotaro that they com- combined to create double. And right, uh, but it talks about the case, the cases that uh, uh, Shotaro was hired to go find this guy. His name's Ryuji, I think it is. I don't remember what his name was. Yosuke. Yosuke. Okay. Um, and uh. And then he was hired by Maria, who is his childhood friend. Mm-hmm. And so he's going, he's off to this. And then it goes to, he fought him at in front of the wind scale place because he was a disgruntled employee. Yes. And he was, he was uh, attacking wind scale, which is a clothing line. Right. Those, that was our first clue. Yeah. And so uh, he beats him and then he gets attacked by the giant mouth t-rex thing yeah it's like i was thinking it was more like a robo slug with a t-rex head that's how i would uh describe it if if you need a visual <laughs> quick visual and so um the t-rex is doing all sorts of things and he's about ready to be attacked by it when the what is it called just like it's called the revolve gary the revolve carry. Yeah. Is that or like direction? the rotational interchange base revolve carry? Oh, carry. Yeah. yeah Gotti or whatever. But uh, for revolve, for like revolver. 
because okay. of the back is it's uh, right it's twist around and, and we'll find out later that it's, it's got like chambers and compartments like yeah so it's a it's like this little it's like a tank thing but it kind of looks like his helmet but it's got this big wheel in the back yeah yeah um so yeah he, so he's about to get gobbled and this thing just rams into it yeah and it spins the wheel to like break up like it, the teeth come yeah. out and it uses the wheel to like get it off and then it uh and it just runs away, right? Yeah, well, yeah. So they they deal with that for a second. Because at first, they it rams it, knocks it over, and then it uses its uh, wheel turbine thing, I think, to get it back on yeah, its yeah, track. It's big, back, so even when it's knocked on upside down, it can... Yeah, it can put itself upright. And yeah, so it's a, it's a very it, quick... It keeps flashing to Akiko inside, just screaming. Yeah, because <laughs> she, she gets knocked no, over. She can't even and, see it. Yeah. She, there is a screen, and she sees uh, double. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like half half monster. But this is shortly after she's been standing in this room with Philip on the last episode, and then suddenly he just starts talking to the air and then passes out. Yeah, as far as she knows. And then next thing you know, the the whole room she's in becomes a platform for something that was under her, and she gets in the vehicle. Yeah. She's handling it actually pretty well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all together, screaming because you're getting flipped around inside of a vehicle uh, from a giant T Rex worm. Yeah. Made of metal. Uh, you know, I think. All in all, she's handling pretty well. Yeah, I mean, she's pretty freaking out, but she's handling it pretty well for what yeah, you'd expect. Maintaining her emotions. She didn't pass out once. No, not one time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I probably would pass out. <laughs> so yeah, so it gets away, and and uh, Shotaro's like, oh, you know, dang it, we missed it, or it got away, you know. And basically. then it uh, goes to the credits. The yep, the opening the, theme. The opening theme. So what do you think of the opening now? It's a little better now that I've seen it the second time. Did you catch the 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 delusions? It's what they're called. The delusions. Oh yeah, there's a part where there's like a windmill going, and it's showing the office. Oh man, I totally missed it. You got to remind me next time we yeah. watch it. Like right at the start, be like. There's a there's a selection. I don't know if we're, we'll watch, we'll find some time to watch it. There's a selection of DVD extras. Uh huh. Called uh, Akiko's delusions. Oh okay. And it's like her delusions of things like what if. What if Philip was a boy band member or things like that? What okay. if Shitaro was like a good detective? Things like that. Well, we we might actually because the first season has ninety eight episodes. So, well, yeah. So I was planning on using, um, so I was planning on doing two seasons while we're doing the first season. Okay, since that one's so extremely long. Yeah. Okay. It's twice the length. Yeah. It's but we will crazy. have off times and we can just watch them extra. We don't even have to record a full episode about them. We could just talk yeah, about Yeah, just do them. a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Episode, Anyways, um, so episode yeah. 7.5. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, the, I, I kind of like it. It's kind of a catchy theme song. You know, it's, uh, I, I always like it when the theme song is created specifically for a show and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Same. It's released on like singles cause they still do, they still do singles in Japan. And so, uh, it's called WX, W hyphen B hyphen X. Right. And it's talking about the two of them being one detective and things uh-huh. like that. So then it comes back into the show and they're back in the office. Yes. And she's she's demanding answers yeah. and he's just like, whatever. I think she's like, what are you people? <laughs> yeah. What not is that who? half and half monster? Yeah. Not who are you people? What are you people? And he says double. <laughs> he says that is double. And... Now Philip is like totally in the office. He doesn't need to hide away because she's seen them. He was right. like hiding away before and stuff like that. And this is also another thing that is interesting about the because it's a fictional city. Mm-hmm. They're able to do things like the designs of the w- place and stuff like that. But also in this fictional city, radio is a big deal. 
Oh. Because, like, they're listening to the news on the radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this actually, like, plays into things. And so it's, like, more trying to stylize the city as more of a noir type thing, like right. an older style thing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's still new, it's still modern age. It's like this weird combination of the two. So they're listening to the news on the radio. And this is where they, uh, the radio says that there's news. They found a dead body. Yeah. 21 year old. And it is, uh, Yurosuke. Yeah. The guy that they were just fighting, right? The guy that he just beat and then got eaten by the T-Rex. Yeah. Um, and he was found dead. Uh, um, Chotaro runs over there and they've got him out of the water. They found him in the water and he's dead. Yep. And so, um, so, uh, so he completed his mission. He found him. (laughs) (laughs) Problem solved. You want me to find the guy? Found him. Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and so then it goes to, uh, a meeting of uh, Shotaro is meeting with Maria, mm-hmm. and this is where we see his very white outfit. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> I white. mean, he pretty much has like the same style of outfit. He just yeah. changes the color. It's he, still a vest with a, a fedora and uh, you know, he, uh, a, he's still, he's a, a tie and like a button-up shirt. But mm-hmm. from the waist down, he's always wearing. This time it's white jeans, but he's wearing. He's usually wearing jeans and like normal shoes. Yeah, and so it's like part of the half half thing where like right. his upper half, half is like very like noir and this lower half is just like normal Japanese man. Yeah. <laughs> um the complete opposite of Philip who looks like he's a hobo. But yeah. Philip, <laughs> uh. <laughs> but when you when you're like you're like Philip has he's all weird. But um yeah, he's well, I mean he's designed to be weird. I'm starting to pick up on that. Yeah, and he does he does he does the actor does pretty well of just like conveying that with just like the look in his eyes and mm-hmm. how he looks at people and how he talks and things like that very weird so uh he apologizes to maria about not being able to help her because she's crying and mm-hmm. stuff like that and then yeah. we get uh, the flashback yeah flashback of him and her i guess they were childhood friends like way yeah. child child you know usually yeah. you're thinking maybe high school maybe junior high no no that's this like, is like like eight yeah and good and, oh and uh yeah so he's talking to her they're like a, on a class field trip, I want to say. Yeah, almost. Yeah. And then uh, her hat—it's up, it's up on like a roof. They're like, yeah, yeah, like a like it almost was like a helipad. Like you can yeah. land a helicopter on it. I think they were probably going to look at the big windmill oh. that was in the background because there's like a there's t- there's hundreds of windmills in the city. That's right, like this thing. But there's like a giant windmill that's mm-hmm. like I think it's supposed to be like what powers the city or something. Right, like that. some unrealistically large yeah, windmill that barely moves. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so her hat, she has this cute little summer hat on. I don't know how to describe it, but uh, it it goes flying off because it's windy, and I don't know why people keep wearing hats in this windy city. But uh, here we are. Taro's never moves. (laughs) Yeah, but he's, like, stuffing it on there. He's, like, almost all the time, like, slapping it down on top of his head. So it goes flying off, and he's, like, he repeats what he said in the first episode, but this time as a kid, so it's not really a repeat, uh, uh, that it's his stomping ground, so he'll go find it. And nobody's in this city should cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a key thing, obviously. So it comes back and he says, this is the second time I failed you, basically. Yeah. So he, that means he never found that hat. Yeah. Because it fell on a river. Because, yeah, because he's eight. <laughs> and I will say that I really like the uh, the noir music and the way that they were setting up this scene to make it look like, you know, he's uh, 
he's the detective listening to the crying wife or girlfriend. Yeah, he's like, I failed her and stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I, the only, the only, uh, the only thing I can keep give you is to find out who killed your loved one. Right. So the mission's still there. It's just now changed. Yeah. So then it goes to uh, his informant. Right. Yeah. So it, it like comes in onto this. I don't know an outdoor cafe. cafe. Yeah, and this is uh, this guy is taking some photos of this uh, foreign model. I'm yeah. assuming for like a maid cafe theme because that's what she's dressed as. And he's like beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, this is what I wanted to talk about. This guy, his his character's name is Watcher Man. Okay. And his actor is known as uh, Nasubi. Okay, and the name Nasubi actually means eggplant, and because it's like his face is really long and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I was noticing. So he's he this a... comedian, and how he got famous is nuts. Okay, so he was like a struggling comedian, stuff like that, and he signed up for this like reality show, and the reality show was that he was locked naked <laughs> in an apartment building. And he was only, and it was all video recorded and stuff like that. And he was only allowed to survive on what he could get from winning sweepstakes out of magazines. Oh my god! He wasn't allowed to like do anything else. All he got was the magazines and the sweepstakes he can enter there. <laughs> and so he he had electricity, uh, gas, and water. And for like weeks, all he had for like a week, all he had was water until he started winning some drinks and stuff like that, and like bags of rice. Oh. And um, he thought that this was going to be recorded and aired at a later date, but it was it was live streamed. Oh man! So it's like everything he did. Yeah, and then edited together, and then put, um. And then put, like, they do weekly things where they put it together and stuff like that. And so, like, he went through the repression and all this sorts of stuff. But because uh, he was naked a lot of the time until he won clothes. Yeah, I, I can just imagine. That's like a that's like a social experiment that I feel like would break a lot of laws here. So he was, he was, he was, because uh, he signed off on it. Yeah, I know. But so that's he like... had to win a million yen worth of stuff, $10,000 uh, in total. And so, but the the other reason he's called uh, Natsubi is because, like, to censor him, they'd put an eggplant over his junk all the oh. time and stuff like that. <laughs> so, he did it. <laughs> so, he did it, and it was, uh, let's see here, how long did it last? He lasted, uh, upon reaching his goal, he was blindfolded and taken to a surprise location. He, he, he went along believing that he was being taken to, like, a prize or something like that. He was taken to South Korea, put into another ho <laughs> uh, ho hotel, and put into another apartment, stripped down, and told he had to stay there until he won enough money to fly back to Japan. <laughs> so it, it, he did, and uh, he did it, like, really quickly, several weeks, and then they changed it that he had to get a first-class ticket. Oh, and he, he met that goal in another matter of weeks because oh. he's like so good at this. Yeah, now, now it's his thing. Like, he and so uh, when he had won enough money, he was re he returned to Japan, was blindfolded, clothed, and taken to another apartment in Japan. And when he was, <laughs> and when the blindfold is re removed, he looked around, sighed, and started and took off all his clothes. And then the walls fell away. He was in a studio where he was given the grand prize. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's messed up, though, man. 
And he was confused because he thought the show hadn't been broadcast at all. And he was becoming this cultural phenomenon because he didn't know that, that he, yeah, he wasn't allowed to look at the internet or anything. This lasted for 15 months. Oh, man. You go crazy. But do, this guy, by the way, looks goofy as But afterwards, hell. he became a huge comedian. And now he's like... He uh, went on stage group, and now he's, he gets stars in the show and stuff like that. Like, this happened before this show. Right. This, that's what made him, made him popular enough. And I I saw him on, like, advertisers and stuff like that. But, yeah, so this, that's, that's how this – but, yeah, that is – it was just a hilarious story. Yeah. Now, that's – but this guy is goofy looking. Oh, yeah. He needed this, okay? Yeah. Like he, I mean, so he's – but in the show, he is known as Watcher Man. Watcher Man. Which is, uh, which is funny because it's like – his his real name is the the his stage name is actually funnier than this thing. But I just wanted to f- point out that information no, about that's, this that's guy. An interesting story. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and so he gets the information that uh about the locations. He finds out something about the yeah. locations. So he yeah. goes back to one of the locations that was attacked. Yeah, like one of the first attack, I think. Or yeah, because they're rebuilding and stuff like that. And he's looking around and he sees a few things that mm-hmm. are interesting. And uh, then he gets attacked by the, the, the T-Rex. So here's the thing. With the way that they set up that scene, with it like slightly poking its gigantic nostril out, yeah. and with me knowing how the suit looks. Okay, so and this especially this is directly after you see this guy taking pictures of, of a, a woman in a maid outfit. I thought it was a prank. Oh. I thought the guy just had a, a staged T-Rex <laughs> head. And was going to come out and be like, rah, 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 and then once it gets there, it's just a joke. But no, no, no. It continued as a fight scene, and now I had to completely change my expectation because yeah, I'm like, oh, wait. Like, oh, this is what the actual monster looks oh, like. Oh, this was, a, okay, this is a fight. All right, uh, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> so there is, um, in one of the Super Sentais, some of the uh, the rangers are all uh, animal people who can change into normal-looking people. Mm. And at one point during one of the episodes... They are in their sort of cost, they're in their normal animal forms, right? Okay. And it's like Halloween, and they're told that they have amazing costumes. And so, oh. and so you're watching, you're like, so in canon, they look like their costumes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so yeah, sometimes you have to because, like, when you're ready for it, you're like, okay, that's what the costume looks like. When you right. see the bat thing, you're like, it's obviously a man in a costume and stuff like that. Yeah, you're like, exactly. You're you're fine, but like when you think it's not supposed to be, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's actually the costume. Yeah, like it's it's like you say um, you say it's not a very good costume, but it's for a cheap costume. It's <laughs> it is good. what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's 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 a giant T Rex head on a man. Right, pretty much. This whole torso is a T-Rex head, like the torso and the head portion. Yeah. So just imagine a T-Rex head with arms and legs. Yeah. Kind of. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. There's like hips, I think, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so this is also where we learn about uh, the camera and the cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So part of the, like I told you, the toyetic nature of uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. So the camera can transform into a bat. Mm-hmm. And it can fly and take pictures and stuff like that. And then his cell phone can turn into it says stag, but it turns into a beetle. Yeah, it's a stag beetle. It's a stag beetle or a and it, beetle or something. And it can beetle. like like fly around and like d- does stuff. And so he uses these to fight off the the monster. Yeah, because it, it like you know he doesn't have like time to transform, so he uses these. He has times for the toys. Right, and then it, she, oh, I forget the part about. <laughs> and then it. Uh, 
it like falls back and gets electrocuted. I think is how it really ended, right? Because he he basically smacks it around with his uh, yeah cell he, phone. It, it, it like and so then it runs off and then he traces after it. Uh, and he uh he chases after it and then he runs into like wa- uh Watcherman Watcher again. Yeah. But he ga- he gathers up his cell phone and stuff like that. So. But he runs into Watcherman, and Watcherman had uh So at first, I'm like, Watcherman, his information was that he just went back to the place to thing. But no, it turned out that he had talked to Watcherman, and Watcherman had left to go gather information, mm-hmm. and Shotaro had like also gone off to the the place there. And so right. the Watcherman comes up to him with the information he's learned. Yeah, so that's... So that's at first, you're like... Yeah, that got of, me too. Kind of worthless information. Oh, what was the information? You should go back and look at the place. <laughs> yeah, just go check it out again, man. But no, he um, he did some research on uh, when uh, Yosuke, um, when I think it's Yosuke. Uh, so Yosuke, uh, he goes, he comes back with the information about Yosuke buying the guy memory, right? And he comes back with the description of the dealer. The de- dealer is a guy in a black suit with a white scarf and a red spot on it that looks like a blood stain. Yeah. And he also finds out that somebody else bought a memory at the same time. Yeah. And so I thought this was interesting because I, I didn't think everybody knew about Gaia memory. It, it's not like fully known, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. But like the people in the know know. Right. So it's 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 open. It's not like some magical because thing that I, only didn't the Didn't Jin say something about like this is the type of thing you take care of in the l- previous episode? Yes. Yeah, the the, 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 the detective. Because I figured it was like the, the friend cop that was let in. Yeah. But I'm st- now I'm starting to realize it's... Uh, it's Especially exactly. after what happens in this episode, everybody knows that there's monsters. And yeah, so it's certainly uncommon to see, yeah. but I don't know if I would say it's you know rare. Yeah. So, um, and then it flashes to, it shows the dealer, and they're like when they're talking about the dealer in flashback, it's all in black and white except the red spot. Yeah. On his scarf, which actually does look like it's like he's got a red scarf with a blood spot on it, but it's like part of the the thing. Right. And then it fades that into full color, and it shows like a current deal going. Yeah, down. him actually selling. Yeah, this uh, che- like this suitcase full of Gaia memories. Yeah, they sell the the. I don't know if they anymore, but they did sell that suitcase. Oh, the suitcase also. And you could buy like a, it would open up a suitcase. So it's like a collector's of, case of. But yeah, full of Gaia memories and stuff like that. <laughs> it was so expensive. I'm sure that it's still out there. Somebody's yeah. like selling it for like three thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there's this old guy. He's talking about the Gaia memories, and he's like, "If I use this, I can become superhuman." Yeah. And. Uh, Kirihiko, which is the the dealer, he says he says like saying superhuman is so simple. It's yeah. like you become a god. Yeah, it's like <laughs> so much more than that. And you know how hard it would be to not take drugs that made you superpowers. Yeah, <laughs> there's you're drugs like, to give me superpowers. You're like so so you're saying the addiction would be I'd want to have superpowers more. Yeah, I want to use my superpowers all the time. <laughs> like. If like I don't think I would need that addiction. That yeah. would just be the truth. I'm but already, I mean, I'm already addicted, and I have no superpowers. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I can I can barely quit caffeine for a week. I <laughs> <laughs> and so this also it turns out because they so we found out that this is the guy that was being talked about in the previous family because it goes to a family meeting. Yeah, just calling him, just calling him the family. They actually say the name to the family. Yeah, so, Sonozaki actually, the Sonozaki family. And so they're talking, and this is this dealer was the guy that Seiko is saying that she wants to marry. Right. And, and, she, and the father's just like, you sure about this? Mm-hmm. 
and he and she's like he's he's wonderful you're gonna get him and we find out he's he's very toned yeah um anyways so uh i'll get to that part yeah. <laughs> so we uh and then we go to uh the pit we'll just call it the pit. yeah um the back room uh yeah where the where it's, all the it's hard to call it the pit because there actually is like a secret base called the pit in one of the common rider shows oh, okay so this is <laughs> so basically this is their room with the the white board surrounding everything and they this yeah is where the uh um revolve gary is you know yeah. that's the, the, name. the garage whatever right we'll basically the garage yeah, yeah i like that better uh the what the 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 uh the study garage or whatever. <laughs> um, and so it's Philip's room pretty much. Yeah, uh, Philip's room. Yeah. We'll just call it Philip's room. Makes it easy. Easy. But we're, we're in Philip's room and like, so that's, that'd be a cool thing. So it's Philip's room and then the office is like Shotaro's area. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, anyways. So, um, and this is where we learn about the Gaia library. Uh, the planetary bookshelf is also what it can be called. Because just guy means planet and stuff like that. Right. Uh, I prefer the term planetary bookshelf, but that's just a translation yeah. thing. Right. To each their own. Um, so uh, this is where Philip goes into it, and this is where we get the expect uh, uh, expect. This is where we get the explanation of what it is. Right. And it's that Philip literally knows everything in the entire world, but it's too much. He hasn't gone through it all. Yeah, he doesn't know he knows it. <laughs> so whenever he gets. We learned about the whole Takoyaki thing from the previous episode. When he learns about something, he wants to learn everything about it. Right, so he looks up everything in his memory. About it, which is everything. And so there's just no way for him to know to, to have access to everything. And so then Shotaro does his study, uh, does his thing, and he looks up keywords so that he can search. It's kind of like the internet. Yeah, kind of. It's like all the information on the internet, but you don't look at all. You search for keywords on the internet, and then you find the information you want. Right. And this is actually a great shorthand to have a detective show. Because, like, normal detective shows, they would have, like, fingerprint analysis, uh -huh, and, like, all, this stuff, all this questioning stuff, questioning witnesses, false flags, and stuff like that. And they're like, but this is an action show. We have to kick people too, right? So and we got we've we've got enough time to say three keywords and look. Yeah, at the so it's a way to like <laughs> get around it. Well, we'll like we'll show Shotaro has to, and in the past couple of things, um, it's mostly Shotaro just like reaffirming his things. Yeah, he's just he's just restating things. It, he's already especially this one as we learn he knows the truth. Yeah, he's got a really good hunch, but he doesn't want to do anything until. He knows, knows. He knows, knows. And so he he gives the keywords of uh, wind scale, I think it is, and T-Rex Dopont, and then he has to get the last one, and it's woman, because I think Watcherman said a woman bought it. Yeah, because it, when he, Watcherman, when he was describing uh, the deal that was seen, he said that uh, a woman that they couldn't really make out yeah. was with him. Yeah. A second person was was a woman, I believe. Was and so uh, Philip in the planetary bookshelf, when he when he searches, books fly away, mm -hmm. showing that he's he's working things down. And it comes to a book that just says name on it. Mm -hmm. And then he comes out of the planetary bookshelf and he goes up and he writes the name and it's Maria. Mm -hmm. It's the name of the girl. And so... Uh, he, uh, Shotaro says like he knew what was going on. He just needed the thing because he said because he because it looks back and it shows that the she was a um, she was an employee for Windscale. Yes, yeah, she was the she 
basically she had a she had a problem with wind scale also yeah which hasn't been said yet and right. then uh so she was working with uh but it showed that showed a little flash of like one of the designs was the same design she had on her hat exactly and this is crazy because he remembers it from when he was eight exactly <laughs> so it shows that he actually is kind of a good detective yeah. he's just a and then he goes he's he's like okay i'm gonna go go talk to her and this is when philip like gets all up and on it oh yeah <laughs> and and although he's being a jerk about it he's telling the truth yeah no he's he's telling the truth but it's like here's here's what i think's going to happen basically and he says that you're gonna go and you're gonna get beat up because you don't want to do it you don't really want to do anything about this right and then he he basically says that uh, you're not a hard-boiled detective. You're undercooked, and you're, you, I would describe you as half-boiled. Yeah, half-boiled detective because you try to be all hard, but you actually are being. You actually have a heart, and you like. Yeah, it's really you're gonna soft. go try to talk to her and like get her to turn herself in, uh-huh. and you know what you got to do. You just gotta beat her up. Yeah, so he's just basically being a big jerk. I mean, okay, there's there's one way to say thing, and it's really not. But this is this is keying into Philip not really understanding. Uh, people yeah and how to deal with them he's just saying it factually Cause, cause he like, knows all the facts right he's just saying how it is but and that's just especially since it's show has got a personal stake in this yeah so this is definitely not the way that you should have went about it um but he it should have been uh, you know obviously brought up so yeah. i agree there it didn't need, it did need to be said just maybe not <laughs> not the way, <laughs> the way he, he did. did it so, so Shotaro comes up and just clocks him in the mouth yeah just punches him in the face <laughs> and throws down his uh the guy memories and he's mm-hmm. like i don't need you to do this right uh which is complete crap but anyways right yeah like, but oh, um okay. but that's the it's the first time we hear the the common phrase half boiled yep. which i love i love the half boiled thing so uh he goes and it looks like he's setting up a meeting with maria uh-huh. and she's in an amphitheater with a bunch of things and you will start to know as you watch more common writer they use the same locations a lot. I've seen this amphitheater like dozens of times. Right. Um, and so, uh, like, also in the co- last episode of Kuga where he beat the guy with a kick, I'm like, I've seen that place like three or four times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so um, she's standing there. She's got her purse. She's she's looking around. And then uh, the beetle flies in. Yeah. And it like slices her bag open and spills all the context of the bag. You see the TRX memory. Yeah, the TRX memory, which actually looks kind of cool, like for a USB drive. I would, I want one for a USB stick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they're, they're pretty much, yeah, they're pretty much USB sticks that turn you into monsters and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, they're they have, they're a cool design, and so because uh, uh, they all have a letter on them. Yeah, and the letter shows like what it is and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think this one's uh, the the T. Yeah, it's the T. And it's just like, but, uh, so that's how, that's the theme of it. You know, all of them are one letter, or letter, and um, there is only one letter, there is only one for each letter of the alphabet. Okay, so there's exactly 26 guy memories. Yeah. And, and so, that doesn't include theirs, does it? Uh, I believe it does. So like Cyclone, Joker, yeah, and Luna, those are three of the 26 letters? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um. And I believe so. There might be one that might be different, but I think that's true. Because yeah, that's why you get to the weird. Well, I don't want to bring them all up because we're we're gonna see some more. Yeah, they, they no, it is right. There's 26, and it includes includes those ones because there is an uh, the movie is called A to Z: Guy Memories of Fate, and uh, 
it has it deals with all twenty six. Okay. Um, but we we see them throughout the show mostly. So when you there is the case that's sold that has all twenty six. Right. Ah. Okay. So that's what makes it not go on for infinity. There's, yeah. Okay. Um, and so he explains it, and she starts talking about the like her boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She. So basically, he calls her out. Mm-hmm. And says that I already know it's you. And uh, he explains that uh, basically she was there for the first bombing. And then the guy with the magma, uh, Dopont, he just went crazy. And so she tried to orchestrate this thing where he... She couldn't find him. Right. And so she hired uh, Chotaro so that... Because she was worried that she, he was going to tell people that she had one. Right. And so she was there... And, and basically, so what happens, he says that, you, so what happened is you watched us fight and then you uh, basically killed him. Yeah. And so then it goes to her her side of the story where she's like, yeah, but, you know, he he was a horrible boss and he stole my designs and ideas and called yeah, them Yeah, that, 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 that's why she bought the guy in memory, but that guy was her boyfriend, the guy that died. Right, right, right. Yeah. She, she's talking about her boss. Yeah, she's talking point. about she's her talking boss. She's talking about her boss. So she had a reason to be disgruntled is what she's trying yeah. to say. A good reason to go about doing Which what is Because, like, so they're saying that the boss stole her designs and stuff like that. Right. Which is this, this funny saying that um, about, like, men and women can do everything together. And it's pretty much true, except there is only two things that men are better at than women. And that, of course, is designing clothes and cooking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because the best designers in the world and the best cooks in the world they're all men (laughs) which which you think about it you're like kind of right but it's like it's argue (laughs) i don't want to agree but i can't argue (laughs) so it's like it's the things that men are really good at are those things (laughs) (laughs) so uh, so she's giving him this sob story, and then she's like, "Please forgive me," and hugging she, on him and stuff, and crying. Yeah, and and he pushes her away, and he he basically he's like, "You gotta," and then he like walks over a few steps, and there's just a bunch of police there. Yeah, so he's yeah. called the cops on. Jin's there with his thing, and they're all ready to go. And this is when she's just like, "You really are." I thought you were just a pushover, but right. you actually are like hard. Yeah, because he he says his uh, he says that I, I don't want to see anybody in the city cry, and he's referring to her crying. But you've made the city itself cry. Yeah, and so basically, you know, you'd be taken care of essentially. And at this point, you see off in the background, uh, uh, Kiko. Yeah, she's been she's been snuck up and she's been watching this whole thing. Yeah, and he doesn't know she's there. Yeah, he's been she was worried about him and she followed him. And then that's yeah, this chick goes bonkers i mean she's like total flipping personality like you can tell it was all fake yeah and whatever she laughs yeah whatever scrap of of her has been long gone to the wind so basically like any person that does a lot of hard drugs they're now a different person and so then she puts on the she uses the t-rex yeah she like like pulls open her like exposing her whole shoulder and there's her little tattoo yeah it's actually like i think they they make it it's like a different place that everybody sticks it every time yeah because the magma guys was right there on his forearm hers is on her shoulder which is like interesting because there's like a lot of different places that people 
inject drugs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so I'm thinking that's probably what they're getting at. Yeah. I mean, they're just teaching kids all about dr- the drug life and why you don't do it. Yeah. Su- with subtle, you know. With superpowers. I mean, it's just like, basically, it's like drugs will turn you into monsters. Right. Oh, and then, and they have the dealer, so. Yeah, dealers yeah, are the he'll, bad guys. Hook you in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the more we think about it, the more it makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, Japan is, uh, like most Asian countries, they're really against drugs. Uh-huh. Yeah, They're harsh sure. about it. Um, like if if you're a, an actor and you get caught with drugs, your career's done. Right, right. So at this point, also, I would like to point out that I hadn't yet made the connection that the dinosaur head suit that attacked him earlier was the same as the T Rex Robo Slug thing. Oh, I thought this was like a minion of. Because, oh no, yeah. uh, You know, I, I, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So when she transforms, she's just in the suit. Well, that's because the CGI was so bad. That it looks so different. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it really looks so different. And I mean, it's 2009, but it's it, it's like on a like $4 budget and they had to do it within a week or something yeah, like that, you know? It. So it's like. <laughs> and it's very clearly a muscular man in this suit, by the way. They, yeah. They, there's no well, they, holding back. There, there, there's no. They don't care about that. I no. mean, they don't care, you know? And also, like. There's plenty of times when like this the the costume is supposed to be like a woman like most likely whoever's in the is actually a man isn't yeah, a man a man with lipstick on or something. Um, <laughs> I mean it's a full body suit and stuff like that. Actually, in uh, Gaim, Marika, who was uh, uh, was as a, one of the the writers in in Kamen Rider Gaim, one of the evil writers, she's actually played by her suit actress. Okay, so it's actually a. Yeah, it's like one of the legit. Yeah, and like the actor, the face actress and the suit actress are the same person. Okay, it's actually pretty cool. But um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so she transforms, and this is where we learn, of course, uh, as we all know scientifically, T Rexes have sonic cries. Yeah, T T Rexes <laughs> scream and things blow up. Disprove it. Yeah, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> you bring say? me T Rexes, show me it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, we there's proof that they have powerful roars. Are you gonna? What do you know? I mean. How else are you going to get those herbivores I mean, out of trees and whatnot? I, I mean, how else did Godzilla get his atomic cry, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it came from somewhere. Yeah. I mean, there is a thought that maybe uh, T-Rexes are uh, could breathe fire. <laughs> well, there <laughs> you have it. Because there's, there's an unknown sinus cavity in a T-Rex skull. They have no idea what it's for, so it could be for, like, a chemical fire of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Acid spit. Well, I mean, that would be, like, where the stories of, like, dragons come from and all that sure, stuff. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, so, uh, so, but this is like, uh, she's going ballistic. She's attacking the, the cops because cops are fair game for monsters as we have, if we learned anything from Kuga, um, and she is like going ballistic, killing things and stuff like that. But they're in this like stadium amphitheater thing. And so like debris is flying all over the place. And so Shotaro takes cover because he's got no suit. He he left his, uh, his guy in memories with Philip. And so he kind of is just like running off to the side to take cover and he's not really doing anything. But then Akiko comes up up and And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, I got to get her free. Got to get her safe. And so he's running all over the place and there's debris going all over the place and stuff like that. And then they get boxed in Mm -hmm. nowhere to go. And, uh, uh, she comes around, Maria comes around the corner, and this is where it gets kind of creepy, because uh, it zooms into the giant T-Rex mouth, and it zooms in on her face, like inside of the T-Rex, yeah. with like 
flesh all around it and stuff yeah, like, like that. And she's and she's just like she's like Shochan, I love you, so I have to eat you. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just like lost it. Yeah, she's totally. <laughs> and yeah. so, it, but the way she does it is super creepy. Right, the <laughs> drugs are kicking in. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of are running around, and then Revolve Gary comes in. Yeah, the Revolve Gary shows up, and this is like, and for a second there. Uh, Shotaro smiles and then he realizes he's mad at Sh- Philip yeah. and then like hides it. Yeah, he's supposed <laughs> to not be happy here. And Philip hops out of the uh, Revolve Gary and he's basically, he's just like, it took me a long time to figure out why you punched me. Basically, I had to like figure out why you did it. Right. Because people don't tell me things. I have to figure them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, he understands he was being a, he was being a jerk about he it. He was being someone. a jerk. And so they like, uh, he gives him a hand up and this is like when a full, like, this is this is what is known as the com- this is the 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 double transformation. Yeah, the actual transformation. You can tell it's well rehearsed. Yeah, where uh, Shotaro puts on the belt, and um, someone says something, and one of them says something about them being one detective. Yeah, and so they're walking, and uh, when Shotaro puts on the belt, the belt disappears on Philip, and they press their guy memories. Cyclone Joker, mm-hmm. and they do in perfect unison because they've really practiced this. Right? They 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 say henchin, but when they do it, they put their arms on opposite ways, and it actually creates a double effect. Right, right. So what I liked about this scene, and I thought was actually really interesting, was that uh, Philip hands him his the three Gaia memories. Yeah, but the fact that he handed him the Gaia memories implies that they've chosen which of the three three which three of the six that they want to actually use it could be either of them that uses the belt with the main thing is what i'm getting from it well no it's like i said earlier it's one side is an attack and the other side is the element right yeah so it just seemed weird that you can uh, have those like i don't know how to explain it I think that's it's, it's just how it's it's something about the how they match together and stuff like that okay like does it get explained more because just, not not fully, but there are times when it's like different because they get different ones and stuff like that, and it explains different things okay, and stuff okay. like that. Um, and it's because uh, Shotaro has a more physically d- uh, strong body, and so he's the host of it. Right. Okay, that makes more sense. He's the host, so he's more physically strong, and he's so he's he is the physical he's the attack type. Right. Right. And the other one, okay, and the support type, basically. Yeah, and so he. Uh, so it's both both like Philip's consciousness goes into um, Shotaro. Yeah, and then so and to finish the transformation, I've noticed this is the twice now I've seen it where they, he says something like, uh, "Let's add up your sins" or "Let's count your that, sins." Let's count up your sins is his catchphrase. Let's count up your sins. Okay. Let's let's count up your sins. And um, the only thing I don't like about the sequence is that Philip puts in his 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 memory and it disappears and it goes into Shotaro's belt. Mm-hmm. Fine with that. But then Chotaro has to click it in again. Yeah. Like he has to push it down once more. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of <laughs> weird. Whatever, though. <laughs> I think that was probably a toy design. Probably. Because when you press it in, it makes the sound. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because a lot of toy designs, is funny how they they actually um, find uh, spoilers in the belts. Because the belts get released very early on to sell, oh. and so people take it apart and search in and find the sounds that are in the belt. Okay, and so this one 
it's like a little different where it's done because there are actually sound effects coming out of the the actual guy memories but people will find like the the forms hidden the names in the belts and stuff like that in the toys mm. and i'm like just watch the show yeah, just watch the show <laughs> i'm not just big on spoilers and so when um they transform into uh cyclone joker right and uh just start kicking right well because it, it starts off i think the t-rex screams again and uh, kiko's hair is like all no, th- thrashed that, that that was the cyclone transformation oh yeah the transform the cyclone and then yeah the hair like just... her hair goes crazy she's she's the comic relief thing but also like does things right um like at, when i first watched it i didn't like her mm-hmm. but like as a i think it was as i've gotten older and watched this film I'm like she's great she's, yeah she's, she's, less annoying yeah more less annoying um and again P- philip passes out it just seems so like don't even it's like philip no no no. don't transform next to me please <laughs> you're yeah. a liability and then, he, and then he says after he's transformed he says in his part he's just like i could go take care of my body and he just kind of like leaves like i would be really cautious about my body i'm like okay i'm gonna transform i'm gonna sit down maybe yeah. lay down. i'm gonna lay down yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like, gonna you could you could die just because he just like over. falls over off to the yeah. side when he <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sure, like, in, during the filming, there was a mat there, and he'd yeah, always fall. I would but, it's just, <laughs> but it's just funny, because he's just like, uh. um, And then uh, he's, this is when Double just starts kicking. Yep. And he's kind of doing a cyclone, like, turning kick and stuff like that as mm-hmm. part of the, the motions of what he does. And then uh, this is when um, Maria goes crazy more. More crazy, yeah. And this is when we find out that it was exactly her. She's able to like, yeah, because she has like a tail coming out the back, which is a spine, yeah, and it's the, like it a extends bone. and it like magnetically grabs rocks, which don't really work, right? But um, <laughs> starts basically she builds a T Rex body out of random junk. Yeah, she just sucks in the area around her until she has what she needs, and then like blows off everything that's excess, and then you see this sort of typical t-rex yeah more t-rex style body but while this is happening akiko has dragged philip into a police car to like be safe and she's like she was gonna drive off and be safe yeah but steel cables get caught in the wheel well and so she gets dragged along with the t-rex and of course that steel cable is connected to the t-rex yeah so it's hilarious which is great because she buckles up right yeah she buckles up because it's like I think she knew where this was going. I mean, <laughs> and so she's being driven. This is, she she's being pulled, and this is uh, um, Maria starts running away. Well, I think first is this before or after they switch to heat? Because they switch from cyclone to heat. Okay, yeah, heat and then she just start, and then she's and then he just starts punching. Yeah, and it's like punching fire. Yeah, because Philip says that it's like time to change it up, and so he turns into heat uh, heat Joker. Yeah, heat Joker, and. Uh, he starts punching fire mm-hmm. because Joker is still the melee right. version, and then he has heat as the element attack. Right, and so we've seen we've seen heat, cyclone, and Luna. So that's all three. That's the three. Those are the three elements. The three elements. And we've seen uh, Joker so far. Just Joker, but later. But anyways, and so uh, and then uh, Maria's like, okay, well, heat's not working, so I'm gonna run away. Right. She starts running away, dragging. Akiko and Philip in a police car. Right. And she's she's trying her best to start the car and drive the other direction. It's just not working. Because T Rex is hauling. And then uh Shotaro comes up on the uh hard boiler. 
Yeah. On the motorcycle. This is, and this is a pretty crazy romp through the city. Like, I can imagine if I was a passenger of any vehicle and this thing just runs past me. I mean, yeah, because all we've seen of motorcycles is mostly just normal street driving mm-hmm. or quarries. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, I mean, in in, uh, in the original Kamen Rider, he had some races and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But on control, but this is like weaving in and out of cars this is what you would expect a superhero with a motorcycle to do right this is exactly this what is like batman expect. style motorcycle driving and stuff like that right and this whole time akiko's in the police vehicle now she's starting to do she realizes she can't drive away so she's using the intercom i don't even want to call it an intercom the uh the the speaker yeah the speaker to like warn people like on your way but i figure i, I thought that was kind of silly because the stomping of the t-rex had well that's to be. A, that's the thing because like police and ambulances in japan will announce that they're coming through and ask you to move to the side nicely mm-hmm when they're driving. And so the really weird thing is police always have their lights on. It's like just randomly sometimes. Hmm. And the siren means that there's an emergency happening. Ah, okay. And I always joked about it being like, it's like a taxi when the lights are off, you can just commit crimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, ambulances, you'd hear, uh, you'd hear um, over the speaker, they'd be saying like, please move out of the way, coming through, things like that. Right. But it's a pretty good, good uh, motorcycle chase. Following, I mean, it's 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 got the CGI go- action going for it, but the motorcycle stuff is actually pretty cool. And this is when I s- started noticing extra windmills. I mean, they're everywhere, everywhere. But it was funny because it was windmills. There's like uh, metal scaffolding over the road, right? And there's windmills on these, but it's under an overpass, right? How much wind does that guy actually get? Yeah, how much wind are you actually getting from this? <laughs> oh, so he so he catches up to the vehicle because right now his his concern's really not uh, Marina. It's it's the the people in it that you know. Yeah, are he's being dragged he, he, along. You, I mean, part of it is part of his his other bodies in there. So Philip's like, we should get that <laughs> right. So and he just reaches in and flings Philip. Well, the, the, he, he's he's controlling the uh, revolve Gary. The, the revolve Gary pulls up beside them. And so this is a great thing. So he drives up and he he just yells to Akiko. He's just like jump, and she's like okay. And she turns it. Then she rode by. She's like how? <laughs> <laughs> she's just like. And then he drives up on the other side. And this is where we see he has some semblance of super strength. Right. Yeah. Because he chucks him like a little like. I don't well, know. he rips the door off. Yeah. And then he grabs Philip and just throws him like yeah, ten feet casually. into the revolver. It's like, like that's your body, man. It's like you could, he could die just from the fall. Yeah. I'm like. The good thing it was it was uh, Shatara because I'm like Philip Philip should be it's like hey that's my Bonnie no. <laughs> and then he's going to grab Akiko and this is when uh, the T Rex like veers and starts crawling up a building right and this is where we find out the purpose of the revolve carry yes so this is I thought this was kind of cool it's like that you have these compartments that rotate around that he basically so the revolve carry opens up and he goes up into it right with the he backs into it and the the very back end of his bike. Uh, basically becomes part of the revolve Gary, and then it rotates, and another part of like a, a second, he connects to a second thing that's red. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, the the bike is modular. This is now it is called the hard tubular. Hard tubular. The hard tubular. Hard tubular. And so T U R B U L E R. And uh, I think it's supposed to be tubular, tubular, <laughs> tubular. Yeah, because it's a it's kind of a hovercraft flying thing. 
And so it basically turns it into a, like a jet thing because the front wheel even turns and becomes yeah, like a little like, like a little hover, which is cool because yeah, his his bike's modular and stuff like that, which is like totally be awesome for the toy. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> can tell this is the important of uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, step aside, Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah, so step aside, Hot Wheels. We've got uh, well, I mean, yeah, the Toei making this stuff. Yeah, Bandai I think makes them. Um. <laughs> And uh, so he he's now flying and he's like shoot it's like shooting yeah it's like shooting fire because he's still heat joker mm-hmm. and then he's like okay so what do we got to do we got to do it and so then he turns he, this is the other side yep we finally get to see the second uh, Shotaru's yeah which is a metal metal so now he's heat metal heat metal and metal is um a staff it's a metal staff mm-hmm. and so he's able to do things there. So all nine forms have their own finishing move. Okay. So we saw last time, we saw Joker Extreme. Yeah. Which is the split double kick. Yeah. And this one is um, metal heat. Heat metal is metal branding. Metal branding. Where uh, the end of the... the Because uh, he... When he's Joker, he takes... The guy memory and he puts it in the belt because mm-hmm. it's like a metal. Uh, but when he's he when he's metal, he puts the memory in the in the staff, right? Which is the memory break. Okay, and so it's metal branding. Yeah, and he, I remember he used kind of like a flame spear. I don't know how to explain that. Well, he hits him his side because he's he's flying also with the the belt with the bike, mm-hmm. and he swoops down and breaks it and this is where uh time is irrelevant at this point right when he breaks the memory maria just like is shot out of the the yeah uh, the giant metal t-rex and is falling and akiko is falling because she was being dangled off the side we didn't say that but the the uh the cop car was being dangled off the side of the building Mm -hmm. by the t-rex and so it's going down, and so they're both falling. Maria is falling, and the bo- uh, uh, the cop car is falling. And Philip says, "I'll get Akiko. You get Maria." Okay. And so this is all happening while they're falling. Right. He puts in the basic ones to turn into uh, Cyclone Joker. Cyclone Joker, and he just jumps down to grab Maria, and he's grabbing Maria, and while he's grabbing Maria, Cyclone side of him is controlling the hard tumbler with with the phone right so they're doing two things at the same time yeah yeah and so he's able to use cyclone to like create a cyclone so he's able to fall gently down and the hard uh tubular comes down and like grabs the um the car before it hits the ground exactly so they they, this is like the teamwork they're able to do is able to multitask yeah and so when they they land safely and this is when you start to see all the destruction of just this one spot and you can imagine through the whole area yeah so it's it's really uh really adding up the city's costs you know? oh yeah and then uh akiko <laughs> comes out of the the cop car and she's like just in shambles she's like ah. <laughs> so i could just imagine how much the like if there was a mayor of the city how how just annoyed by all of this they would be <laughs> rampant destruction yeah okay and then it goes to the ceremony yeah <laughs> 
So I, I had to do a double take on this one because at this point I was writing down something in my notes and I, I like I do a quick because nobody's talking and I can kind of see a scene and then I look up and then I look down and I look back up. Is that an ass? Yeah. Is that a naked? Is that a naked ass? <laughs> yeah. So um, this is also the first time in Shadow we see one of them, but the other one we see it. We uh, see uh, Tabo Tabu, Tabu. Uh, Saiko's form, mm-hmm. and then I forgot her name. The sister. Yeah, the one that's like, she's yeah. always making this. Second the teeth. She is uh, Clay Doll. Clay Doll. her farm. It isn't said yet, but. And then we see this this other, like, monster. Yeah. And then they call father to this uh, form that's like this huge, like, outline of a. It's kind of an Aztec looking form, stuff uh-huh, like that. Kind of. And yeah, it's um, Kirihiko. He is walking naked. Completely naked. And, it, and this it, is like a ceremony for him to join the family. This is like their wedding ceremony. Yeah. And he walks up and then he's just like, are you prepared? And he's like, yes. And so he puts um, a belt buckle on. Mm-hmm. And the belt buckle just has a straight form. It has It's like, it's kind of a plain looking metal belt buckle, but it has a slot to put it in. Mm-hmm. And this is how they are different than the normal Dilpons. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not like they're injecting it straight into their skin. Yeah. And so he trans, and then he's just like, okay. And so uh, the father hands him a me- guy memory, and he puts it in, and he flashes light, and that's like the end of that. Yeah, see the but episode. yeah, just like total nudity in this kid show. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's great is like the uh, on the like the 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 writer wiki, which has been notorious for wrong, be wrong, and stuff like that. But anyways, like at the bottom, it like. Uh, notes about this episode they're like nobody knows why he's naked yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just might be like somebody on staff is like this guy's hot we should get him naked yeah let's, let's <laughs> do it yeah we can get away with it let's do it um this episode will not end without a naked butt yes <laughs> and so then it goes to uh the office and shotaro is like even though he's a private detective he's like filling out a f- it's 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 like he's writing a novel of his life. Yeah, and uh, what I thought was really interesting about that was that he was writing it in uh, Romaji. He was using yeah, because he's using in like a, a Western typewriter, just an old school typewriter. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but he's also saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah, just speaking out loud. And then uh, Philip corrects him that it should be we instead of me. Right. So it's oretati, which is the masculine of multiple. Men. Right. Right. And so it's we. Um, and so he's typing, and then he hears Akiko run in. Mm-hmm. And I love this scene. So she runs in, and she's just like, uh, he's like, what are you, pretty much is that, like, what are you still doing here? And he's just like, she shows the sign. And the sign is like, Akiko Detective Agency, Chief Akiko. Yep. <laughs> and he's just like, what? You heard the chief? Because she is. She owns the place. Yeah, it's hers now. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. Shitaro. And she's like, and, and this is where he's just like, she's like, oh, we're going to be all half boiled and runs off because she doesn't know how to the difference. It's, <laughs> right. like, it's like, like, no, no, no. It's hard boiled. And it's hard like the, the sting of the episode is just like, this is the new standard and stuff like yeah. that. And so like, I love it. I love it because it's like, she's the boss. Right. Now she's the boss. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, yeah, I'm... So better now that you've seen two episodes of it? It's it's better. Yeah. It's better. <laughs> I mean, there's the really bad CGI, but of course. Um yeah. 
just so you know, it's not used as often as it appears based on okay. these two episodes. Thank God. Um, <laughs> it's usually, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know how sometimes you watch a show and then you're watching a show and then like all of a sudden there's one episode that's got way more sex in it than any of the other yeah, episodes or yeah. something like that. It's like a superhero show and all of a sudden it's like, this is the one that has pheromone control and stuff like that. Right. It's known as Sweeps Week. Okay. And it's where they look at ratings more closely than at other times. Oh, okay. And so they make it all sex up and stuff like that. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. And this is kind of that same idea where the first couple of episodes, they go really hard crazy to right. drag people in. Right. And then they, like, start working on it. So, like, there is not nearly as much of this crazy CGI as, like, in these couple of episodes. Okay, yeah, cause it, it was it was really bad in this one. Cause yeah. Of, especially with how... It'd be one thing for like attacks. I don't know if they're, they're like, for example, the magma, like you can expect that to be digital, obviously, yeah. but the suit wasn't digital. Um, whereas this one, it was, it was straight up basically just some metal surrounding a giant CGI. Yeah. And here yeah, yeah. We get some of those sometimes, <laughs> uh, but they try to, it's a lot. It happens a lot less. Yeah. It's a little so down. whenever you're talking to somebody about double, you actually have to get them past the first couple of episodes and heaven's tornado. And um, uh, this is going to become infamous. Heaven's Story knows infamous, infamous, but when you actually get to it, you'll understand. Okay. <laughs> but you have to get past these, and then it's a great show. But right. yeah, the, the, that's one of the reasons why I was glad that we're watching all these different ep- shows. Uh-huh. So we can, so it's like, you know, if we would have started with this, you might have been like, eh, I don't really feel like doing this show anymore mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But now it's like, it's, right. it's just something that happens every once in a while. I mean, sh- they have more CGI here and there, but it's not as hard as it was in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so suck. What do you think? Saku. Um, I mean, it's pretty easy for me, but they. I'm gonna have to go back to what we were talking about earlier with the 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 part where the T Rex head is attacking him for the first time in this episode, because <laughs> I I was totally convinced it was a joke. Yeah, I thought with the way that they were doing the scene. I mean, I probably should have known because it's a weird joke to have. Suddenly, yeah. you know, it just that scene really didn't click for me until after it was pretty much over. Yeah. You know, so then it, it just didn't, it wasn't, per, it, I don't even know how to say it. It just it was, wasn't, uh, uh, yeah, you weren't, um, well, kind of how it was is that the, um, the suit wasn't in line with the other things you've seen. Yeah. So it, yeah, it th- didn't seem like back. it was part of the, the same aesthetic as the rest. Right. Of it. Because this kind of comes, ties back into the digital yeah. because the digital head and the suit head don't look alike. Yeah. And if, so. they, if, if it had just been like some type of practical effects where it was that monster, you would know that it was that monster and stuff like that. Right. And so T-Rex isn't exactly what I would do, especially because it didn't have legs or arms when you first saw it. Uh, yeah. It, it just was a big dinosaur slug thing. With metal. Or if he'd have been attacked by, like, the CGI version, you would have been like, okay, yeah, it's been all real. But it's because of the discrepancies between the regular and the right. CGI version. Yeah, so I think that all kind of ties in. I mean, that kind of goes with my suck, which is the CGI of the show. Right. Yeah. I see. I didn't want to say that again because I think that's what I said last time. Yeah. But so I, I mean, I've knocking the show I've, for the I've, same I've thing. I've seen this episode so many times, and I'm like, I'm comfortable in saying it's <laughs> the CGI of the show. Because <laughs> it's like, versus, like, w- what they can do. Because mm-hmm. I know they can do better. Right. That's the thing that hurts because I've, I've seen this show, so I know they can do better and they will do better. Okay. Um, and like there's been better opening episodes too. Right. Which hurts for such a, what I know to be such a good show. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, it's got me back. In it's too. kind of like, um, 
the first season of Star Trek Next Generation. Right. Which is horrid. <laughs> Second episode, they get the sex monster thing. Yeah. And I'm like... So cliche. So I watched the show, and I watched... I remember loving the show, and then I watched the first epi- season again, and I'm like, what crap is this? I know this show can be better. <laughs> <laughs> and like the second and third is like, but as a completionist, when you're going back, you have to start over, and it was so hard watching mm-hmm. that first season again. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> um, so yeah, I know it can be better, which is the hard part. Uh, what's the wow? Segoy. Segoy. I... So... We, the last time I watched this and throughout the other episodes of our podcast, I've talked about how the character hasn't really connected with me. Um, he's consistently ranked fourth. Yeah. Uh, maybe not this time because when he punched Philip, it felt real good because mm-hmm. that's exactly what I wanted him to do at that time. I'm like, dude, just clock him in the mouth. He's being a real jerk. Mm-hmm. But especially because he's like, he's not just saying things in, uh, you know, in the way that it's just overly factual and not sensitive at all. He's also like, purposely saying it in a way that would he's, he's almost antagonizing yeah because yeah, he's calling them he, he knows he likes to call himself a hard-boiled detective so he's using that to yeah. like poke I, it was like one of those situations where it's like why are you being such an ass right now and so when he walked up and punched him i was like yeah okay maybe even though i wanted you to do that maybe you probably shouldn't have but yeah do it okay yeah so it's like it almost because he said those things was the reason why yeah Shotaro went and did what he did with like having the police back up and stuff like yeah, that. So it was yeah. like, and but also being punched, like helped show uh, helped Philip become better. So it was like they played off each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. and antagonized each other to become better. Right. I mean, because <laughs> it, it it just got me because even though I wanted him to at least get angry. You know, you didn't expect, I didn't actually expect didn't, anything you, to happen. I figured I mean, it'd be one of those. You're used to like watching like Korean shows where everybody's just like, ah, oh, uh, you're not used to like the pretty boy punching the other pretty boy in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wham. What'd you do? What'd you do, punk? <laughs> ripped. Yeah. Hey, uh, town, down. For me, the the Segoy was the first time this happened, and then every time it's just that that scene where she, where it, it zooms in and you show it just shows how nuts she actually is. Which is like, show I love you, so now I have to eat you. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. she's just like totally lost it. Totally. And the actress totally pulls that off. Yeah. Super creepy because Psycho. that scene was probably just shot with her face wrapped in some gr- uh, green masking, some random place and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so it. That reminds me. Did we. What happened to her? Oh, he caught her and she goes to jail. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I didn't see it. I didn't know if it was like a thing or I don't yeah, remember. Because they just, they just go to jail. Right. You know, because. I don't know exactly. I mean, she caused a lot of property damage and stuff like that. But I'm I'm pretty sure it's like stated later that like, and she she killed somebody. <laughs> yeah, she killed somebody and draw and like the guy memories I think are an illegal substance. Okay, you know they're an un, they're an unregulated drug drug at the very least. Yeah, which gives you superpowers. Yeah, so sign me up. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so now we have to do the ranking. Right. So the ranking stood. Bottom to top, Common Rider double at number four, Ichigo at number one, dropping three places from it, from because he had the same episode twice, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, number two, zero one, and you had Kuga at the top spot. Yep, that's where we left off. So, what are you thinking now? It double's got to bump up at least one spot, at so the you- very least one spot, and I want to say two spots because I feel like I don't know. We, <sighs> I mean, we haven't seen the second episode of zero one, but just but we can't episode. we can't. 
We can't speculate on what we haven't seen. It has to be. I mean, I can, but you can. You <laughs> have to judge it based on what you say. And it, like right. these two episodes, and just counting it, that one episode of thing, it's like, like you think he's kind of a joke, but then he becomes all hard. Yeah. And then you think Philip is just a jerk, but it turns out he's being a jerk to push him. Right. Right. And more forms. Yeah, there's a lot more going on. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put him up at I'm gonna put him up to uh, second. Second. I'm gonna bump so, zero one down and uh, each go down. So each goes now fourth. Yeah. So the is number one Kuga, number two double, number three zero one, and number four Ichigo. Yeah, and I suspect if zero one shows me a little bit more, yeah, he might bump up. But I, I really like the uh, the increased character development. I like the the yeah, and I like that he wasn't afraid to hit his friend there, especially in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the new uniforms or you know the the new combos, the new combos, and uh, yeah, because each combo has its own f- finishing move, right? So there's nine finishing moves right there, right? And then and one of the th- complaints I had is that I I said that they weren't doing really anything necessarily heroic, but I do think going into a penta- he like he knows what she's capable of. If she's yeah. already fought him. So he, he went in there and he kind of did what Philip said. He talked to her. But he was just trying to talk her down before he brought in the cops to arrest her. Right. So he, he went in without his suit to take on something that could swallow him whole. You've seen yeah. it with something that was, you know. It's already killed a man. The, the moment you see her for the first time, yeah. she swallows somebody. And he went into that th- without any memory. Yeah, none. He had none of them. He'd given them all up. He had no powers. He mm-hmm. just had his gadgets. Yeah, so that, I think that deserves him second place. Okay. That's cool. So next episode of Common Rider Double. Don't touch the M. Don't touch the M. How to get to heaven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, we'll learn what M stands for in the next episode. Mm-hmm. But our next episode, we will be doing the second episode of Common Rider Zero One which is something I have not seen. Is AI the enemy? The ally? <laughs> and so, I don't know. I think it's AI. Yeah, AI. Yeah, the AI. Is, is, no, it's not the AI. It's AI. AI. Is AI the, al- the enemy? The ally? And so, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, AI could be... I mean, I mean, it could be the second writer could be Common Writer AI. Anyways, yeah. So that was the next. So we will be back with the second episode of Common Writer Zero One, and I hope to see you then. Thanks for once again sticking with us all the way to the end of the episode, guys. If you want additional information, you can find it on our website, fanboyopinion.com. or if you want to email us some of your questions or comments, you can do that at fanboyopinion at gmail.com. If you want to share your opinion on the episode, we'd love to hear it on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. Please don't forget to rate and review the show. Either way, I had a blast. My name's Eugene. My name's Eric. And we'll see you all next time.